Welcome into Short and Spooky. This is the podcast, if you've never listened before, about anthology shows, mostly horror, mystery kind of things from the 80s and the 90s and the early... Early 2000s. Early 2000s. Uh, today's a very special day for us. Um, before we get into that, uh, I am joined always by my co-host, Johnny the Junkman. That's me. Hi. Play your music. Here's Johnny. Junk. I'm taking crazy pills! Ever see a guy say goodbye to a shoe? Junk. Junk, junk. I'm back, baby! Oh, yeah. Nice. And I am Tommy Trash. Okay, folks, the guy in front of you is Tommy. Trash. 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 That's right. Also known as the Iceman. The Iceman, that's, that's right. your new nickname yep. for your low scores. Yeah, the Iceman. I'm the Iceman. Yeah, you're all, you're hella chill. I'll make you a drop for Iceman. I was just going to say, you gotta, you know, you do all the work, so you got to make me an Iceman one. Okay. Um, oh, that's exciting. You know what else yeah. is exciting? What? It's our anniversary. Is it? It is our anniversary. Wait, today? No, not today. It was on what, the... What, we can lie, though. Okay, yes, it's today. Is Today's our, our anniversary? Today's our anniversary, the day that this comes out, the day wow. that someone's listening to it. Uh, we've been doing this for two years. Two years? Can you believe it? Yeah. It, it, the, it makes me sad as the one, episode zero. Uh-huh. It was the two year. No. It's, I, it's our very first episode we recorded. We didn't release it. No. Because it was. I had been, Very bad. Uh, I was very trashed. Oh, really? Well, I, I. You had to work up your nerve. You had a little liquid courage. No, remember the night before? Oh, yes, 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 yes. We've talked about that. Yeah. I will not bring it up, but yeah. I will. He should have bed. He should have bed. I have never done that ever in my life. Except for that one time. (laughs) Our guest. No, that was the only time. I know. But that was a time. It did happen. And it wasn't like a lot. It was just like I don't judge. It was a tiny shark. I've shit my pants before, too. It was right after Thanksgiving. My brother dared me to drink a jar of pickle juice, and I was in Wait, a friend's car. Just, just pickle juice? Yeah. We had had, like, pickles uh, during the dinner, and my brother's like, you won't be a savage Wait, you drink you guys that had, pickle juice. You had pickles on Thanksgiving? Is that a thing? We had, like, pickles with, like, olives and a couple other, like, like um, charcuterie-type things. And my brother's like, you won't drink that pickle juice. And I was like, hell yeah, I will. And then I went to go smoke a blunt with some friends later, and I ended up uh, sharding, and then I had to like ride in like the back of my friend's pickup truck on my hands and knees uh, back to my Wait. house. You were on your hands and knees. Yes, because I had shit in my pants. You, you were think? like doggy style, sitting there. Because... No, I wasn't on my hands and knees at the beginning. I was sitting down. I shit my pants, and then decided that I did not should not be in the sitting position any longer. Sorry, mom. That's so good. Yeah, so then this, I had to like go back home and be like, Ugh, I, I forgot my keys or some shit. Like, what was your go-to to get rid of, uh, what was your first move when you, uh, after you got back? You mean like how did I get, dispose yeah. of my shit? I threw away all my clothes I was wearing, including my clean shirt. I just didn't want to associate with it anymore. <laughs> all right, and on that note. No, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I just can't, I just can't picture you, like, so you're in the car. Yeah. And you're in the back seat. Yes. Just there's no one else back there. No. So it was my so friend. You're in a, you're you're just, in a pickup truck. And what was the friend. advantage of being on all fours? That I didn't have to shit. be sitting in shit. Oh, yeah. that's true. Why wouldn't you just plank? 
Oh, you're too big. Yeah, I'm in the back of a truck. Oh, I, I, I just, I just would, I would pay so much money to see. All right, listeners, for those of you with any creative uh, artistic ability, please feel free to draw a picture of John on his hands and knees with shit all over his pants and maybe say happy Thanksgiving about yeah. that. And be, uh, uh, send it to Tom. And right now with John's hair, uh, make him look, he's basically a Keanu Reeves kind of looking. He's got a John. I got my he, Corona beard going, my Corona hair going. I just cut mine off. I know. You look good. I, I just got that John, you, you've got so, the John Wick look, and I got the uh, Jason Satham look, so. You look so fresh and so clean. So clean and so clean. Okay, so besides just hearing Tom laugh at me, uh, the other voice you're hearing possibly in the background is our guest uh, for today. Uh, our guest who's been on a couple times, uh, returning fan favorite, friend of the pod, Miss Kiri. Hi, y'all. It was very hard to be quiet until you introduced me because that was outrageous. Because you sh- you've sharded yourself as well? Have you I, ever? I, I don't even do number two, so I don't know what y'all talk oh, about. Bullshit. Oh, bullshit. Oh, jeez. You're one on. of those? Oh, Jesus Christ. No bullshit. But yeah, anyway, Kiri, great to have you back <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, already regretting it. Um, what, uh, how, how has your uh, quarantine life been? Oh, you know what? I am guilty to say my quarantine life is pretty lovely. Um, I just hang out in my nice house. It, isn't and... it nice to have the excuse of just not do fucking anything? Yeah, no, I, um... And you could remotely, you've been remotely working a little bit, yeah? I am, yes. I work as a therapist, and so yeah. I was able to see my clients using telehealth, uh, which is wonderful, and everyone should take advantage of it if you need it. It is there for you because this time is very stressful for a lot of people. I yeah. just am very lucky that I've got my hobbies, my coping skills, and lots of workouts on my beautiful deck. Um, yeah, which view. we're looking at right now. We're, yes. we're, it's, it's really lovely. We, we see all this uh, little lagoon that we're looking at in Alameda. Hey, bud. Hey. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, have you been watching anything new? Yeah, what you been up to? We've been doing a, a short and spooky pick of the weeks. And uh, that's basically just saying what you've been up to. Anything that you've found helps you get through the week, you know, as far as maybe a show you binge or uh, food you know, that you like to snack on. What game. I like is doing more like um, like self-care things. And right now we're at summer. Masturbating. yourself, yeah. In addition to that, um, but summer solstice right now. Um, we're looking at, you know, a moon change. And so, of course, I got my sage. I uh, love to burn things. And, uh, you know, I got my new moon deck. Do, like, my intentions for the day and journal on what I'm learning about myself. And then blasting um, off. Very holistic, yeah. <laughs> yes. You're like, I like to make sure I'm nice and centered when I fucking <laughs> spank the skull. What's, uh, what, it's what, better that way. What time of day do you guys like to blast off? Ooh, good question. Okay, it depends on my mood. If I'm doing it because I'm bored, it'll be the day. If I'm doing it because I'm like, turned like, on, it'll like be the night or the morning. Are you like, okay, 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 okay. John, yourself? Uh, I usually just rub it out nice and early. Me too. Yeah, just take care of business up front. It's like taking a shower in the morning. You're do like, you find that you function better? Yeah. Uh, no. I, do. I don't really? function better, but it's just perfunctory. It's just <laughs> to like take care of myself. It's maintenance. You know what I mean? No, it's routine. It yeah. actually is healthy for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a wake up because I wake up at like maybe 4 a.m. for work and I do my little like brows and stuff and then it's about 4.15, I, I knock one out. Sometimes later- I'll text like, you at 4.15 in the morning and just oh, say what's just up. just ruin my <laughs> orgasm like as I'm like- I uh, text you a picture of my face. <laughs> 
little do you know that that makes me actually fucking come harder. He's like, that's already what you were looking yeah, at. Yeah, I was just looking at that. <laughs> Freak. Uh, no, but uh, no, it actually, it's, it's, it's almost more of like a routine for me. Like, of course it feels good to do it, but... All right, well, uh, sorry to d- derail once again, but uh, Miss Curie, what have you been up to? Uh, do you have any picks of the week that you'd like to uh, contribute? Picks of the week? Yeah. yeah picks of the week, so like something that you've been doing during quarantine that I... help you pass time. Like a specific thing to recommend. Maybe uh, it's oh, a food, vodka a <laughs> with a flashing vodka. light. I would recommend burning sage. It's really nice. It smells good. Purifies the air, purifies the soul, the energy. Um, you know, the place I live in, it's 100 plus years old. So there's definitely a lot of like... Ghosts? There is a ghost that lives here as well. Are you serious? Yes. Can you also tell about who used to... Oh, yes. Jack London once lived in my place. Yeah. So those who don't know, we are located in the Bay Area in California. And Jack London, who's a very famous uh, person that was out here, Miss Kiri lives in a place where Jack London used to li- uh, take... Did he live here? Yes, live he here? lived here for a season. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we are sitting in Jack London's uh, living room, basically. Jack London probably jerked off right over there. Yeah. He probably right should better spot. That's where I like it. And he shit his pants in that other room over there. <laughs> oh my god! Someone burned some sage. Yeah, I can't this deal with sage. What about that vodka that we uh, took a shot of earlier? You know, I don't know the brand of it, but it is delightful. It lights up and it brings joy to my heart. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The bottle has uh, a lighting up label, which is LED a, lights. LEDs. Yeah, they're like blue, and it says congratulations, and it just made me feel very, very like validated in my purchase. You were really excited that we came over so to excited. do record dancing. here. Dancing? I was dancing. Was I not? Yeah, you were. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ted dancing. Bopping around <laughs> the room. She's doing the moonwalk. Buy me some tap shoes. Okay, so uh, your pick of the week is Burning Sage. Your yes. what? My pick of the week. No, you gotta say it like this. You gotta say it. My pick of the week. My pick of the week. <laughs> All right, and what about you, Tom? What uh, what's, uh, what have you been up to? What's my... Uh, oh, not much. Just uh, work and, and everything. Uh, I hurt my leg real good recently. So my pick of the week is going to be painkillers. Oh! <laughs> be careful, man. You might be fucking scooping shit out of your ass like me before you know I, it. Exactly. No. I, I mean, I, I don't... I'm not into that thing. Wait, you think like I'm that. into that? I was just... I was just... Uh, a Solving man a adrift in a sea of desperation. Well, I mean, that's both of our lives in yeah, a nutshell. That's how I describe myself on that's, a daily basis. That's going to be Tommy Jr. He's going to be doing the same thing. He's going to be scooping poop out of his ass when he's fucking 31 years old doing the same thing. But no, my pick of the week is painkillers. All right. And also No Man's Sky. I've been playing that lately. <laughs> it's really fun. I heard there's a VR mode for that. Oh, really? Yeah, I wonder if that would... Uh... They don't have it for Xbox yet. Xbox doesn't have VR. No. We, you and I played, um, there's a really famous, not famous, there's a really great picture of uh, me playing, um, what was it, Resident Evil? Yes. At my old place in Oakland. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I had the VR mask on, and Riley the Rat pulled his butt out and was had his butt right in front of my face when I was blinded by the VR headset. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, Just boy, like every night. have fun. Yeah. Riley the Rat, get him on here, and then let's, let's beat him up. I can't wait till Riley the, Riley comes back with Cooper, and then we can do another episode of Mean and Stupid. Oh, I, 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 I yeah, I, I, absolutely, yeah. For those of you who have not heard it, I will be re-releasing it as our two-year anniversary 
track. Is that going to be our... Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. All right. So, today... Wait, wait, doing... whoa, 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 whoa. My pick of the week. Oh, I didn't... I'm sorry. It's okay. <clears throat> I've been playing a video wow. game called Slay the Spire. It's a roguelike card dueling game that's on Nintendo like Switch. I just like it because I can play it over and over again, and like it's different every time. Is it mobile? Yeah, it's on Nintendo Switch. Oh, I mean, I, I thought you, I didn't know if you were playing on your phone or if you. No, it's not on my it. phone. It's on my Nintendo Switch. So my short and spooky pick of the week. That's it. All right, now uh, housekeeping's done. We can get down to brass tacks. Uh, as Tommy had said at the top of the show, this is the podcast where we talk about anthology series, and today. It's a heavy hitter. We're doing one picked by Tommy himself. Yeah, I, I only picked it based on the ratings. Oh, I thought you. I thought because I know that sometimes you pick uh, episodes based on the uh, actors. Nope, nope. This was I actually not very uh, familiar with uh, Patricia Arquette or the the guy who was in um, Richie Rich. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's get to our drinking game rules. Out. Oh yeah. So just real quick, we're talking about an episode today of. Uh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, that's uh, season two, episode nine. It's called uh, Four Sided Triangle, which is a reference to a 1953 movie or short. I can't remember what it was. I looked it up. Um, it's called Four Sided Triangle. Four Sided Triangle is basically the story of uh, a guy who's trying to clone a romantic interest because she's not interested. Uh, and basically, the whole idea of what a four sided triangle is is a love triangle between four people. Yeah. Um, which is weird because I'm not really sure that's how a, that, that applies to this. That's a little... No, it is actually. Oh, it totally applies. No, it totally is this. I well, didn't get it until well, 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 I finished well. the episode, though. We'll like, talk about it. Brew in my we'll head. talk about it at the that's end. A, that's a little Fleetwood Mac kind of thing going on. That's a little teaser. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, as usual, whenever we like to talk about episodes, we like to set you down some drinking, drinking game, game rules. All right, Key, do you have any? Drinking is there anything rules? that you... Uh, Remember them doing it often enough that you might want to drink during it or something was silly or... How about every time that the wife lady, like, is, like, violent, so, like, strikes or, like, Ooh, bashes. Oh, good one. Or, like, All right. She's always bashing people with Louisa. Her... Louisa, thank you. Yeah. Whenever she's... Uh, Physically aggressive. Getting cranky, yeah. Uh, I would I would think... Um, Anytime they're in the bed together, when they have an awkward like bed scene, the the husband and wife, Louisa and uh, George. Very nice. Uh, you know what I was thinking? Every time we hear "my man," my man. take a drink. <laughs> uh, also, every... when she's oh, when when uh, Louisa says "fool," fool, she's always saying that. And then, uh, of course, you know the the, the quintessential one is uh, you see some hard nips. Oh, yeah, so whenever you see some boobs or, like, George is leering, that's a, that's a drink. So basically chug when the episode starts? Listen, yeah. uh, we always like to lay out a little... Uh, it's uh, disclaimer. Disclaimer, exactly. And the other one I had was, uh, let's see here, I wrote down... Uh, oh, anytime someone's touching a scarecrow. Okay, all right, that happens, definitely. Um, so the way this episode starts... As usual, is with a little Crypt Keeper action. Uh, what's weird, though, is there's zero puns at the beginning. And this is so frustrating, uh, because that's what I love about the Crypt Keeper. The puns. Yep. This one, he says, like, he's, like, doing, she loves me, she loves me not with a flower. And 
then gives up and he uh, he says something about lust in the dust, but he's not doing any puns. It was so disappointing. No, uh, I will say one thing uh, just before we get started. Um, so during this time, this is the what the nineties or late eighties. This is what year is this? This is nineteen ninety. Yeah, uh, May twenty ninth. Patricia Arquette and the guy who plays George. His last name is Rots. So I was like, ooh, little friends, kind of, you know, Ross, Arquette. Oh, yeah. Cut a little play over. Anyway. <laughs> I hate friends. I uh, hate friends, too. Are you a friends fan? No. Yeah! Fuck. Hey, let's so, che- let's cheers to that. Say, everybody, if you're All listening at home and you like friends, you're dumb. You, yeah. You're dumb. Unsubscribe. Actually, no, keep subscribing. Okay, so... Uh, how does this business Oh, yeah. She Louisa. starts coming down... Uh, well, no, it's the old lady. Yeah, yeah, she comes downstairs and she walks Stop like it. me right now. Because I with my gimpy leg that I got going on. Oh, yeah, you have a brace on your leg, too. She she walks like me. Uh, and she wants some coffee. Yeah. A foul disposition on that lady. That I would concur. Uh, she's like, I want coffee, and she starts yelling at some... Well, she co- starts sniffling around, too. Like, she's like, where's my coffee? <laughs> oh, like that? And then do, do, do the scene where she gets to the oven or, and there's no coffee being brewed and she just fucking slams it over. it off. It's so good. Well, and then, then the time that it takes her to like stop to Chick's room. Mary Jo. Mary Jo. Yeah, so we have Mary Jo, we have Elisa, and then we get introduced to George. Introduced to George. Yeah. And uh, uh, Mary Jo is played by Patricia Arquette. Who are we supposed to like in this? Patricia well, Arquette. Mary Jo. Well... The thing is, it's a Tales from the Crypt, so they have to make it so everybody sucks, so you don't feel bad when they die. Oh, yeah. So that's the thing we find out later with Mary Jo, is that she might have been responsible for the robbing of a... I would like to, I would like to argue that she was not at all involved in that, but we can wait till we get there. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Uh, is, she, is she being held as like sort of a, like a, like a kidnap kind of situation, where she was a criminal... Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And she, because she's not getting paid. No, of course not. She's being held there against her will. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, What else was, was uh, PA in? Was Patricia Arquette in before? Patricia Arquette, you might know from Little Nicky or Friday the 13th, part three. Yeah. And also Tom Holland uh, directed this one. Yep. Tom yeah. Holland directed it. Uh, but yeah, this, the, the, I don't know. I would say the protagonist is definitely Patricia Arquette. Um, you guys ready to get into it? Yeah. All right. So, Louisa, who's a, an old curmudgeon lady working on a farm, wants her damn coffee, and then she wants some chicken eggs, so she sends Mary Jo out to the chicken coop to go grab some eggs. Uh, and when she gets there to go get some chicken eggs, she slow, uh, slowly takes off her sweater. Uh, two, she has two layers she takes off. Yeah. Not just one, it's two. Uh, Kira, we kind of sprung this one on you, um, out of necessity, but what did you, what did you think going into the, or like this theme? Like what did, uh, was this something you, you How liked? familiar are you with, uh, Tales from the Crypt to begin with? Not at all, actually. I was not allowed to watch Tales from the Crypt. That was considered to be like inappropriate. It, I mean, for good reason. You'd be yeah. grinding, so. uh. <laughs> you love that story. Yeah, no, I um, it was never included in my uh, my things that I've watched or 
scene. So it's my actually very, very first episode. Well, that's usually how uh, Tales from the Crypt go. Usually a little sex, usually a little gore, and that's what it's all about. It was more grown up than I'd expected. Um, previous episodes that I've done here were, um, let's think, we did uh, Midnight Society. Uh, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh-huh. Are You Afraid of the Dark? And we did, uh, was that the 20-inch Sun from uh, Amazing Stories? Amazing Stories, right. right. So it's been a little bit more on the wholesome side. This was a little darker for me. Oh, yeah. This was HBO's, like, one of their first programs where they... It was HBO? Yeah. Oh, golly. Okay. That makes sense because at one point he said the B-I-T-C-H word, so that makes sense. What word is that? The B-I-T-C-H word? We have a segment called IMD Biatch on the show, so... Where we read packs off of IMDb, so... But, yeah. Um, I I found this one, uh, to start... Uh, Little perplexing. Well, okay. So when there, she's in the chicken coop, she's taken off her sweater, and she's basically wearing a shirt with no bra the entire episode. Uh, George, who is the husband of Louisa, is like spying on her through a hole in the wall. And oh god, that scene! He's like a real pervy kind of peeping tom uh, type character. And uh, he's watching her slowly undress, and then she notices this. But basically, one thing that we should address is that she's braless the entire episode. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's that's a drink. No bra, no problem. Mm-hmm. Which goes into my argument about her innocence. I don't know. I, I think she slow played this whole thing. Oh, no, no. Let me continue. So, Tommy, let yes. me take you to your birthday a few years back when you tricked me into going on a hike and unsupportive. I wasn't even like braless. I was wearing an unsupportive bra. Okay. Yeah. How much did I whine and cry? You cried the entire time. The entire time. And afterwards? I think you cried the entire time after that. I still complain <laughs> about it. Okay. So my argument is that there is no way she's going to rob someplace. Like that's a lot of action. You're running back and forth, right? You're not going to go in there without having proper chest attire. Mm. So I, my argument is that and no. she's got she proper chest. Oh, too. she does. So that's what I'm saying. Well, if she was escaping a bank robbery and misplaced her bra. Is it a bank or is it like a... I thought it was like a store. It's a convenience store. It's, uh, he, well, she got picked up from the stop and go, yeah. and the stop and go had been robbed, so you're led to believe that if she's you're responsible. you're going robbing, you're going to be wearing a bra. You know, it's a really bold thing to rob a convenience store and just stand there waiting to get picked up from some <laughs> random stranger. No, you're right. It's also funny, like, if she's not wearing a bra, it's like a strategy to distract the cashier. Cashier's <laughs> just like... Uh, it also reminded me of the braless wonder from Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Remember right. her? Yep, of so course. So great. Uh, how about his eye when he's looking through uh, the little hole, like... Well, that's what's so funny, too, is is they keep showing her in different positions, like, it keeps, like, different camera angles, but he's just looking at her from the same hole, so there's no way he would see her from the front or side or something <laughs> I like didn't that. Catch that. <laughs> uh, but then she confronts him. She throws some milk in his face. And, and and then he shows this key, and it doesn't really. It's the key to the to the pickup truck, or that's the, why it like focuses on the chest. It's key, and then it focuses on the like um, starter ignition. Yeah. Oh, ignition. so so like is this like. Based on him being like, you're only... Because he says later on being like, there's nothing within 60 miles of here. Mm-hmm. Is that them being like, oh, you you have no way out of here except through me, basically? Definitely. Uh, okay. All yep. right. Okay. She's held hostage against her will. Yep. I, that was literally my next note was, is she held hostage? <laughs> yeah, no, she's a slave. You I can mean, also tell he's a redneck because they have a Copenhagen sign on their... Oh, uh, I was going to say something about that. Copenhagen's a chewing tobacco. 
Clever pickup. Clever pickup. I yep. No, I saw that. That that that's definitely something. If you're like so proud of, uh, you know, be like me having like an American Spirits thing on my fucking my apartment that I live in. Yeehaw! I just want to watch NASCAR yeah. and smoke Winston's and chew Copenhagen. And then we get some real deep breathing coming up here. That's what the, from George. Oh, George. Yeah. So we got George Yates. Uh huh. We got Mary Jo. And Louise. we got Louisa, and they're only three people previously the episode. So I kind of like when they have an episode of the show where small it's cast. just a small cast, which is kind of cool. And it was well played. All the characters were definitely in yeah. role. Uh, what did you think of Louisa? Oh, how miserable, but also it's kind of understandable that she would be so miserable. Obviously, life has held her a very bad hand, so... But I think that she should be more resilient and that, you know, she could have made better choices. I, yeah, I, I, oh, I agree completely. I, I just wonder, there would be such a little... I think if they added, like, one more little, like, storyline to the episode, like, maybe a kid that had passed away or something that made them so, like... What caused them to resent each other so much? Well, that's the thing. It's like you can't really uh, be sympathetic to a failing relationship. It's like you guys seem like you're mar- like miserable. Just fucking split. Yeah. And then I just I just couldn't get past that point of being like, what is happening here? <laughs> what? Who, yeah, I did say that to myself a fair amount of times. Like, wh- why? Why is she? She because because she comes off as being the person that's like rightfully dis like dissatisfied with this relationship louisa yeah yeah and of course he's a creeper so you understand that but like he's got a wandering eye what what happened what what happened in the relationship or maybe you know what i'm thinking maybe her injury like her leg maybe that's related to something with him they can't fuck because of her leg problems or or there's (laughs) another layer to it i can see what you're saying but i also don't think that that was necessary i think that they kept it kind of simple it's you know no i I, show i know i I think it was actually was like part of the the plot plan was uh you know, having this like kind of hobbled wife, and then there's this you know sexy girl that you have under control, Ugh. and uh, and then he he knew he could just manipulate that. So yeah. Anyway, um, when he confronts her and he's basically tries to put the moves on her, she's like, "Nope." And he uh, that's a real her. nice way to say he tried to rape her. Yeah. Yeah, and then he domes her with a fucking bottle. Yep, he smashes a jug of milk against her head, and, and blood flies everywhere. She falls in slow-mo. Well, he because he asked her to milk the cow even after she got the eggs. Yes. Which is... Uh, double duty. Double duty, and he's like, I told you to get the, uh, the yeah, milk. Yeah, it's like a weird power trip. Uh, and then we get some real deep breathing. But yeah, when she gets knocked in the head... After that, throughout the end, the whole like, episode, she's 10 years old. Like, yeah. she's, like, a child. Like, something's going on with her. And it kind of reminded me of her role in, uh, oh, jeez, what was the name of that movie that we just said? True Romance. True Romance, yeah, because she's just like that, right? Also obsessed with her man, yeah. How, um, so right. how long do you think she's been at this farm? Good question. Because if, if, if they didn't there really was, any allusions to time frame, did they? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I would think it's probably like a week or two where it's like just starting to dawn on her that she's not going to get away unless she makes a break. Or maybe for a it. bit longer because she was like already trained on doing the, the chores and like there was an expectation for her to have the coffee that, ready. That's my yeah, that's yeah. my point is that like it was it clearly was that she was up on the chores, knew what she was supposed to be doing, and she was laxing on a couple of these things. Was behind on it. So she's been there for a bit, but not and so she long sucks at because her job. she hasn't yeah. gotten hurt yet by the farmer. So it's not been super long time. 
maybe like months, a month or so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say so a month would be. This type of shit has been going on for a long time. Hmm. Some wanted detention. Um, Imagine that. So, so they, this is one of my favorite things. Do you uh, hear her screaming? Okay, I have a crazy theory. Okay. A crazy theory. I want to hear it. So bear with me for a second. So he cranks her in the head with the bottle, knocks her out. She starts bleeding. Yes. And then he throws a bunch of hay. Yeah, he tries to bury. He thinks she's dead. Yeah. So she, he tries to bury her. Because um, what's Louisa. her name is coming. Louisa's coming. So he throws a bunch of hay in her. And then she's gone. And then she becomes obsessed with the scarecrow who is typically stuffed with hay. Okay. So do you think that because he covered her with hay, Cover her with hay, and had this severe brain injury. That's when she has the fantasies about. The... So if he covered her in cotton, she might look for a doll. Yeah. No. 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 I'm. I'm dead serious. I am too. I, no. No. I'm dead. Dead serious about this. Well, we'll talk to, about it when we get to it. But I don't think that's a terribly off the mark guess. Okay. I felt really. I felt really bad about. It. I didn't want to bring it up, but I. I really wrote like did not don't want to bring it up in my notes, but I did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you put it in your notes and yes um, you did bring it up so uh, we get back and you know Louisa, she's, she's gone Louisa Lu- had heard the screams so she goes out to check in the chicken coop and Mary Jo's not there anymore she escaped into the cornfield and he kind of confesses and she's like you gotta beat him you don't kill him yeah but also there was her noticing that milk you know, which I was like, is that like milk? Is she's like, what is that milk? And it's like, girl, you know what milk looks like, unless she's thinking it's something that looks milky that she came is. out of his body. Are you talking about cum? Talking about spooge? I, 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 thought, I made it very clear that that was the case, but yes. Okay. Uh, but no, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, she flees to the cornfield, and uh, she runs and runs, and then she falls down. She's bleeding. She sees a scarecrow. Uh, come to life and kind of reach for her. But this scarecrow is not like any scarecrow I've seen because it's wearing a rubber clown, clown mask. Clown mask. I did mm-hmm. not. I just don't know what so, that came from. <laughs> so as someone who grew up in a rural area... Uh, we you, never had one. You never had a scarecrow? Nope. Did never. any of your friends or anybody, neighbors? Never. So it's oh. kind of like a myth? Or I, is it I think it's more of a myth. Culture? I mean, it might be like if you have Midwest. Like a gigantic mm. Midwest... Yeah. Like, a cultural thing then. Yeah. I mean, okay. we had 100 acres, never had... Uh, a single, single scarecrow or anything like that. No crow we had, problem. We had five kids, so we... That was enough. That was enough, yeah. We would just be out there battling things, so... <laughs> well, she... Okay, so we see this clown scarecrow coming off of his, like, perch or whatever you want to say, and he's reaching down for her in slow-mo, and you... They kind of make it ambiguous about if it's really happening or not, for good reason. Um... And uh, when Louisa and George finally show up, she's like, where's my man? I need to find my man. I'm so lonesome. He was just about to make love to me. Ooh. <laughs> Would you bang a scarecrow? No. Would you bang a clown? Not my tap, no. <laughs> what if he had a big old... Hog. Is, is he still a scarecrow or a clown? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> darn. It's a deal breaker. Was that a yes? It's a deal breaker. No. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't, you didn't say yes or no, so we, no. I was just curious. Like, more like, darn, what a waste of a dick. What a waste of a dick. That's got to be a t-shirt for us. I like it. Yeah, that's a t-shirt for us, for sure. 
but yeah, so um, after after this goes down, basically uh, Louisa and George are like, okay, she is nuts now. From now on, she's crazy, and we can we, deal with that a little easier. We get our first view of uh, some butt cheek. Oh yeah, when she's cooking, she's cooking dinner. Mary Jo's cooking dinner, and there's a hole in her jeans, and you and can. She's see- commando. Oh yeah, there's no underwear. So she's not you, only is she not wearing you, a bra. How do you feel about going commando, Kiri? Okay, you go commando in like leggings or like tights Tight, or there's certain situations exactly that you go, but not in jeans. It's gonna like it shave. Hurt, it's no, not I, be I've comfy, never been you know? a commando guy. But again, if she were to rob a store, she'd be wearing a bra. If she were to be wearing her jeans, she would probably be wearing pachones, like like, full, and they'd be full butted chones. I wouldn't be surprised like 90s, if right? George just hit all her underwear. Yeah, <laughs> she did that. Stole a great it all. Point. Yeah, <laughs> so you can wear one of but Louise's bras. She also bras. has like the hugest rip in her on her yeah, back right. left cheek, like uh, uh, on her jeans. It's just insane to think like like you would just feel air blowing in on that thing. Oh, there was definite breeze going in. Yeah, <laughs> I. If you ever worked with people who are like bending over and, and there's just so much ass crack hanging out and you're like, how do you not feel that thing breathing out there? Yes. Because like, yes, I, I, I don't, like I, I wear, um, I'm a big fan. You of, wear long underwear, the full body <laughs> with the trap in the butt. <laughs> yeah, with, with the trap. <laughs> you look butt. like an old miner. No, I, I just like, even sometimes when, I, when I'm at work, because like, like I said, I, I, I wear, you know, uh, boxer briefs. And I like I wear them proudly, <laughs> but sometimes they'll be lower-ish, not even butt crack showing. But I don't, I don't like that feeling. It's private. Yeah, you know it's private, and I, I work with a number of people at my day job that don't like I see their ass crack all the time. I'm like, <laughs> how do you not know that? So that's one of the reasons that you're excited about working with me. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to see your. I've already seen it. I know. All right. Well, uh, you know what I was gonna say is that um, I have slept in the same bed uh, together with both of my my co-host and our guest. That's true. Yes. We Impressive. Slept, we not the same night, but I think we can all say that actually. We're close friends. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm saying like it's it's kind of a nice thing. We've all um, thick as thieves. Thick as thieves. Um, that's it for us for right now. Let's take a little break and uh, we'll come back. Okay, we'll take a little break right now. All right, wonderful. We're back from our little break. Yeah. And uh, we're here to keep talking Tales from the Crypt. Um, so where we left, uh, left off was Mary Jo was cooking in the kitchen and George was smelling her hair and being a total perv oh, dude. Oh, so weird. So weird. He says she smells good, and she says she rubbed herself with honeysuckle. Honeysuckle. Uh, I had to look I've at that never, up. I've never smelled honeysuckle. Oh, there is a uh, bird that just landed outside of the, the, the where that, we're recording That's a snowy today. egret. That's a snowy <laughs> egret? Yes. All right, for those at home. Can I go smell it like uh, like George does? <laughs> it likes to go fishing here, so you'll watch him dive into the water, and then he'll catch little fishies in his beak. Oh, It's uh, quite idyllic. Listeners are loving this. Yeah. <laughs> they hate my episode all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Tom, I was looking up what honeysuckle was, and there's like several different species of it, so it might not even smell the same as from one to the other, but it's... She the, said she rubbed it all over her entire body. Yes, in like a sexual way, I would assume so. so. She, she got, 
you know, blasted in the head, bleeding everywhere, <laughs> and then she gets just rub herself down with plants. Rub herself down with some honeysuckle. She wants her man to make love. So uh, you said you looked it up. Like honeysuckle is what? Like uh, it's a flower. It is the flower that hummingbirds love. Oh, so it must be like a nectar, like yeah. a fragrance to it. Okay, mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, back to the episode. Yes. Um, when she's describing the scarecrow, her man, her man. Do you think that uh, Louisa was thinking that she was describing her um, George? No, he's like I th- tall. He's she's like he's tall. He's wears a suit. Yeah, yeah. It was wearing a hat. Um, and then you know she's like, we got her for life. Yeah, so uh, they both think that she's nuts, and that's good for them because they're they're thinking that they're going to trick her into taking care of them throughout their you know the end of their lives. Oh yeah, she, yeah. She's like, um, we got her for life. Yeah, it, it, I just don't understand this whole logic behind this. Like, yeah, by oh, that yeah, logic, you should be braining people left and right, and just bringing anyone home to your house and smashing yeah. them in the head. And this is when um, the chicken pot pie thing happens. The first one. The first one. Yes. <laughs> uh, and this is like, she's like, oh, we have this free help. So like, what? Is she just there because she doesn't get turned in by, to the authorities? I think so. That's my Wouldn't guess. you just take off? Yeah, but I mean, if it's 60 miles, like, that might and, be. And yeah, that's true. They do establish that, like, kind of early on, they're like, you have a lot of distance to go if you try, you know, try and get away. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that again, she's, she's held there against her will. She's a, she's a, she's also concussed. Yes, she's clearly Greatly. concussed. Like this is after the whole when he, after he brains her with the bottle, is she not concussed, Key? I I think so. Yes, I was just sorry. I'm thinking about how honestly the farmer reminds me of the dad from Seventh Heaven, and you know how he turned out he was like not a good guy and like you know in real life touch with kids yeah a bad touch with little girls when he was like on the show and there's something about the (laughs) (laughs) he wasn't always sunny oh was he yeah he's 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 a a frank and uh, that's right um dennis and d's real dad oh wait i'm trying to think get more of the episode i do i mean i know i've seen the episode yeah, no, he's he's in that. Wow, that's the farmer totally reminds me, especially in that kitchen scene. He really reminds me of the dad from Seventh Heaven. Uh. <laughs> and I don't know if it's like a creepy vibe. I don't know if it's the hair, but there's just there's there's energy. There's something there. What a weird episode this was to have to, to shoot. That yeah, thanks been... for picking it. Well, okay, so I picked it because this was like the <laughs> top rated rated episode. Um, that I quickly looked up because we were going to watch another one that we couldn't find an actual stream to. We were yeah. going to Tales from the Dark Side, which we couldn't find an episode to. So I, on the fly, just picked one. Well, of course it's highly rated. She doesn't wear a bra the whole episode. Settle down now. <laughs> Calm down. All right. So, okay. Uh, but for the record, Kiri's not wearing a bra right now. Am so. After uh, also, George. Sean and I are not as well. Oh, yeah. No bras <laughs> for me. Sorry. No, they are definitely braless hoes. Um, <laughs> so George and Louisa. Both are not right, quite sure what's going on. They they think that she's crazy, and then in the middle of the night, George is waking up because uh, Mary Jo starts running out to the cornfield again, and he follows her. And this is when he sees that she is basically infatuated with a scarecrow. Yeah, and that's starts... have you ever woken up like that? Like, have I ever just woken like up? Satin up like in bed, just like whoop. I mean, I think if I had, like, a crazy dream or something, yeah, probably. I just feel like he does it so many times in this episode that it's, it's like, 
Imagine sleeping next to this man. I, I would. Of I course, said, like, that's why she. That's why Louise is going so crazy because she hates this dude. Yeah. So she needs her coffee in the morning. Are you a light sleeper, Curie? I am such a light sleeper. Me too. I, I sleep with two eye masks and earplugs. Two eye masks? Yeah, because one's not enough. Whoa. Wait. You put one on and then another? See. Wow. Extra Feels dark. Real. It's very, it's totally dark. No. <laughs> I'm a totally. light sleeper. Also, their bed is so tiny. It really is. It's not even a, a I, twin. Oh, no, I, it's probably a twin. I remember dating a girl when we early on before we moved in together and like sleeping in like a bed that size and it's fucking miserable. Like it miserable. And it's fucking miserable. It's, it's probably it's, not as bad as where they're probably making Mary Jo sleep in like the barn or something. Yeah. And you know he's not he's not getting laid on that bed, too. No, no, like, no. Louisa and George have not fucked for quite some time. Quite some time. Yeah. See, I'm thinking about like living in the dorms. You had the twins, but they were extra long twins, you know? But I remember. Um, yeah, so so George is like sleeping okay. curled up at the foot of her bed like a dog. Well, <laughs> like, no, what I'm saying is that, you know, obviously I had, you know, office. gentlen into my dorm room and <gasps> we would share my bed. Gash was a twin. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, I mean, we've all, we've been, I've been, I did it for like a year. Almost two years, and and it's. But at that age, I didn't think. But once you get that, once you get to that point in a relationship where you're like hitting like serious, which these people clearly have, you switch it up. You get that that queen or that king. You don't stick with that bad. That just sounds clearly. There's lots of issues in that relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Okay. Theory. What do you think happened uh, to her leg? What was the incident that? <laughs> made her have this uh, brace and limp. Uh, just fall, just free balling. Fell off a tractor. Working on the farm, yeah, some sort of work on the farm. The chain gang. Maybe she broke her leg chasing down one of the last people mm-hmm. who had to help them out. Oh, that'd be a really cool side story. I have a, a couple ideas of how to punch this episode up that I'll talk about later on during the rating. But yeah, there's the, 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 the what the, the rating. The rating. Okay. Yes. Um, all right, so that's the next day. Mary Jo is talking to George, and she's like, oh, yeah, I have a date tonight at midnight with my man in the cornfield, and I hope he makes love to me. And, and she's all gussied up, too. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, she's got this lovely blouse that's just billowing in there. Where wind. did that come from? Cute little dr- mm-hmm, what, what right? you, Like, where are your chonies, girl? When you, when you rob a you know a convenience store, you always have to bring a spare set of your nice clothes. Yeah, but no bra apparently. Uh, those are Louise's. No bra. No. That's Louise's clothes. Yeah, <laughs> looks that's like Louise's get, style. That's right. how you get busted. Is if, if you wear your bra, they they always know. <laughs> they're like, all right, I know this bra. Oh man. She's she's hoping that her her man's gonna like her outfit. Well, this this starts the the wheels turning in George's head. He's got an idea, so it cuts to later that night. And uh, Mary Jo starts going out to the cornfield. And this time, when she goes up to the scarecrow, the scarecrow starts moving and steps down and starts kissing her through the rubber mask. Which well, I, she starts, like, fucking rubbing his junk, no? Yeah. Well, okay. oh, she is dry humping. She's dry humping him. and But, like, it seems like all they're doing is hugging each other and slowly rotating. Like, it's like a slow turn in a circle. Right? The, the, I thought she was going to eat his ass at one point. <laughs> <laughs> she, she goes Why? Like, I did not see 
Yeah. What? No, no. When, well, when when uh, when George goes and and switches the thing later on, like she like goes to the back and is like <laughs> ready to eat some ass. Ready to eat some ass. Early millennial, I guess. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Back before, back when it was just called rim jobs. Rim jobs. Um, but no, no. She she's like into this whole thing, and that's go. This goes back to my whole hay fantasy. I think she's into hay people. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that scarecrows are hay people. But there is some sort of like there's a scarecrow fetish that develops the, after her. After she gets domed in the head, and, and what you're saying is that it may be correlated to some sort of an actual reality where she's buried underneath the hay and then the scarecrow is made of hay. Yeah, well, it, that's exactly it. She gets fucking dramatic, or uh, dramatic, uh, tr- traumatic blunt head damage and then she gets covered in hay and then she escapes a little bit and then now she's into hay people. <laughs> <laughs> I love hay people. <laughs> she wants... So hot. Yeah, she wants that hay dick. <laughs> She wants to say hey to that hey day. Hey now. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Louisa finds that George is no longer sleeping next to her, and she is pissed. She jumps out of bed and starts yeah, riding a tractor. She knows what time it is. She knows exactly what time it is. She starts limping her way over. Mm-hmm. Uh, she plays a great character, by the way. She mm-hmm. does. She's a great character actor. I, I've seen her in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um can't think of any of them off the top of my head like the other one, but still, she's a I'm great actress. Sure I recognize her from the Blacklist. X-Files. Okay. She was in the X-Files, too. Gotta love the X-Files. Ooh, y'all ever watch X-Files on here? No, no we, we can't. can't do it. It's not our it's not format. Our, Sorry. Yeah, our repertoire. We're not we wish to. we could. Yeah. There's some good ones. There is. We can watch it all together, you know, off air. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. Well, we'll do that. But Louisa's, I mean, sorry, not Louisa. Mary Jo's so crazy that she's wearing a Christmas bow, like a gift wrapping bow in her hair. Did y'all yeah. catch that? Yeah. I, I like didn't that. catch it. Oh, she it. is like a gift presenting herself to her scarecrow man. Well, she, they start fooling around. They start getting a little hot and mm-hmm. heavy. And then all of a sudden, Louisa shows up on a tractor and uh, basically tries to talk some sense into Mary Jo and say, this isn't really your man. This is just a scarecrow. She takes a pitchfork and starts stabbing the shit out of it. And uh, the to first couple of shots don't actually like do anything. What the first couple of pitch, uh, pitchfork shots like don't really do anything. Like, well, she if, hits him a couple times, then she sinks him in. Yeah, she. Well, it's weird because if it really was being stabbed with a pitchfork, you wouldn't sit there silently and allow yourself to be stabbed. You'd be like, no, or ow, or something. Yeah. No, tails from the crib. Also, I got to make a point real quick. Uh, I, it might be digressing a little bit, but uh, does Mary Jo just forget about all the uncomfortable advances that uh, that George does on her? Yes. And also, George sleeps in uh, full flannel. Of course. Like I just, I every time he wakes up from these like weird nightmare thingies that he has, he's in full flannel, like. Buttoned up, like what I'm wearing right now, actually. <laughs> like I was gonna say, uh, is that why you're dressed like this? I did it for the, I did it for the pod. Nice, hey, that's man, commitment. I'm the one who's, get, you know, holding this thing together, doing all the work. I'm True, doing all the work. Um, if you, you know what, we have drinking game rules. Mm-hmm. I think everyone listening to this episode should eat a chicken pot pie. Okay, I'm down for that. Yeah. Uh, after 
So Mary Jo, thinking that her man has just been stabbed and killed, she, in turn, takes it upon herself to kill Louisa by stabbing the shit out of her. And I was kind of like, why didn't she just stab the shit out of these people earlier? Yeah. Like, she didn't kill her man. So, so rather than trying to escape and like look out for her own welfare, like it has to be because somebody else... It has to be because of her man. That is how our character presents. How about, uh, right before that, how about, like, uh, his eyes when she starts, like, touching his crotch? Oh, yeah. His eyes in the little mask are, like, just, like, bing! Which is, that's the moment that I ding, knew ding, it ding, was ding. Uh, the farmer guy. I did. I even, like, out loud, I said that. I was like, it's the farmer guy, it's the farmer guy in there! And then Louisa pulls, you know, because she's coming closer on the tractor, and he, like, gets all up there, and I, like, <gasps> I, like knew what was going to happen at that point. See, I was naive enough to, to be, like, Oh my god, the scarecrow is coming alive. Oh, when did you realize? I had to delete notes. I had to be like, oh. Well, I wasn't sure. And I kind of liked the idea at first where you weren't sure if it was something supernatural happening happening, or if it was really all in her head. And I kind of liked that gray area that they kind of allow the viewer to kind of get lost in. But it wasn't until, I mean, I kind of had an inkling early on, I'd say. I just love the idea that he was so desperate for some other person to, to like even touch him or have sex with him that he ran, got himself in costume, put on a, a ridiculous clown mask <laughs> and like waited hours for her to to come out and then well he knew she was going to be there at midnight. Well, he still but the, but it, Yeah, but to, he had to be there. His eyes were like bing. Yep. I'm getting fucking touched. I'm getting outside uh, outside handy. Very nice. Not a fan by the way. Well, after okay. hand jobs, no thanks. No hand jobs for Tommy. No, you heard no. it here first, people. No, I, I can give myself a better hand job than. I, I, I you can worked laugh at, at that. I worked. <laughs> you can laugh at that, Kira. <laughs> I worked at a for this manager at a restaurant when I was like eighteen, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, getting a hand job from a girl is like they either think it's made of glass or they're trying to rip it off. It takes a strong." It takes a, someone who's nose. Or to quote doing. from uh, It's Always Sunny, you're just mashing it. You're just mashing it, exactly. Like, it's <laughs> like, I don't know. We, we were talking about earlier off air about sucking your own dick. That's right, we were. Which is not an uncommon thing for us. We talk about that quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> after um, <laughs> after uh, Mary Jo uh, has killed Louisa and Louisa has killed George, uh, Mary Jo gets all excited and she starts... Uh, skipping off into the evening air, and she starts singing Chicken Pot Pie to the tune of Jimmy Crack Corn. Yeah, I don't, I did, we... I was like, is Jimmy Crack Corn, so, like, I was like, there's nobody who owns the rights to that. There's no way that you couldn't have just said that. Is that true? No, yeah, it's true. I mean, they. I what Chicken, I'm guessing is that it was, pie, it was an act, care. the actor's choice, like, you know, she decided she, that she, she... She flubbed her lines. <laughs> It was all a mistake the whole time. Well, maybe it's about also her being kind of like off, you know what I mean, cognitively. Oh, I didn't even oh, think of that. yeah. There you go. She's, again, she's concussed. She's concussed. <laughs> True. Um, yeah. So does, do you think that, that she had this plan the entire time? No, I no. think this is just a set of circumstances yes. where all of a sudden things kind of took a turn that no one had expected well okay so not the entire time but after she got blasted do you think she had this sinister side of her that came out 
No, I think she had a sinister side to begin with if she would try to like hold up a stop and go or whatever. Which I would say she did not. Oh, you think that, that she was being framed? I do. I, I maintain that. Okay, fair enough. Andrew she Evans would have worn is... a bra if she was robbing it. That's you don't you don't but you they don't picked rob her a up store. off of it. It could have been her her old man, her last boyfriend had tried to rob it, and she was in the car. Like you don't know. It's it's left uh, ambiguous. But the end of the episode happens there. Uh, but we don't want to leave out our last uh, crib keeper part, mm. uh, where the crib keepers now dressed up as a scarecrow, wearing the uh, clown mask. And finally, 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 we get our first pun. Do you want to read it? Do you want to read the whole thing? No, it's okay. Like, the, the main thing is that instead of a bonus, B-O-N-U-S, it's bone, bone us. us. Very clever. Um, what? Yeah, I don't... What did you think of the Crypt Keeper for this episode? As disappointed, as as disappointed. Done? Yeah. But why don't we talk about how we usually rate these episodes... With our creepy flowers. There you go. Very nice. All right. Um, um, there was some tropes to this, though. That um, why don't you start? Why don't you go ahead? Um, there was a lot of this episode that I actually really liked. I thought it was fun. Um, would I show this to someone? Yes. Would uh can you, can you hit me with the uh, the the categories that we have? All right, so our short and spooky grading rubric is as follows: music, um, music I liked. Okay. It was kind of country. It was like giving it kind of like that. Episode theme. Episode theme was interesting because you know what? Oh, aside from this, um, one thing I liked about this was that. I, when I was reading about it, it was a scarecrow. I was like, oh, the scarecrow is going to be the scary thing about this, which was not the case at all. No. And it was, it was reverse. It was... Uh, Changing your expectations. Exactly. So I really liked that. It was it, it, exactly... Um, what else we got? Intentionally funny? Unintentionally funny? Mm, yes, intentionally funny. Okay. Nostalgia? Zero. Ooh. Acting slash star power. Uh, definitely some good acting. Uh, nine out of ten. Spookiness. Not really much. Special effects. Well, there was none in, in it, really, nope. right? All right. Well, those are the grading rubrics. Um, okay, everything being graded, I just think I actually really enjoyed this one. It was, it was a fun watch. There's nips. There's... <laughs> And it's a small cast, which I think if you can make an episode appealing with just to its credit, three yeah. people, um, I think it's really fun. And I, I would show this someone on. It's gonna be a seven, no, no, a six point seven five for me. Okay, all right. It's not, It's a. It's a decent score. Yeah. What about you, Miss Carrie? So I start my ratings at 5 out of 10, just nice baseline average, That's and then I adjust good. for what I like or dislike in the show. Okay. Um, She's got her own grading rubric <laughs> over here. I did enjoy this episode more than I thought I would. Um, I liked watching a young Patricia Arquette. Um, oh, yeah. So her plus the kind of clever end at the, you know, that like you said, that what you expected versus what you got. Um, I appreciated that. And so uh, for most of the episode, it was 310, but it ended 610. Six, ten, six out of 10 creepy callers? Yeah. 
All right. Very respectable. Yeah. Would you show this to someone else? You know what? I would. Yeah. I would. Because it's, it's not terribly long, and it's it's something that's like kind of goofy and fun mm-hmm. with a little different take on the And you would recognize thing. Patricia, right? And, it, you know. Nips. Uh, that did not hurt. Yeah. Well, okay. So just for my score... Uh, I I think that when Tales from the Crypt is like hitting like hard at its best is when it has all the things. Like if this was a little gorier, I definitely would have brought my score up. If this was even a little more sexy, if there was like maybe a couple more scenes, I was like I would have definitely brought my score up too. The my main thing that I think I would like to see in this episode to make it a stronger episode was introduce that pitchfork earlier in the episode so that way when it comes well, back they do i know but like i feel like remember when she she smashed yes. the little hay the, the hay bale yes. kind of thing but what i'm saying is like a threatening or something like that or to where it comes back and you're like okay i get it um but i really appreciate the patricia arquette's in it i appreciate yeah. that uh it's dark, atmospheric. I like it. I was kind of worried because we've already done an episode that it's about Scarecrow. But, but like the, you said, it's not even about a Scarecrow. It's about the people there. Um, but if, yeah, I wouldn't show this to somebody. You would not? No. Wow. I think that this is actually... Are prob- you the Iceman now? No, you're the Iceman. Hey. You're the Iceman now, dog. Uh, I'll give it a seven. A seven? Seven. You, so you wow. give it a higher, score, higher score than, than both me. of us. You know what? I'm going up to a seven, too. Okay. No, I'm, I'm rocking at my six. I like my six. I'm just that. saying, like, as far like, if this had more, like, sex and violence in it, this would probably be a nine for me. Because it's a cool if idea. This had, if this yeah, had if it was a better episode, it'd have a higher score, too. Yeah. If there had been, like, a cool, <laughs> like, um, like, some sort of a scene... Because all the violence takes place in the last few minutes. It's not even that violent, yeah, really. Yeah. It'd be better if like, you saw the like, guts pouring out or whatever. I would have liked if if like, um, if like Mary Jo had like had actually plotted all these things as a way of like taking over the farm or something like that. Like like they initially like accosted her and, and were holding her hostage and this is her way of taking everything that they have from them for... for this yeah. whole purpose. That would have been a nice when little that, uh, turnaround. Yeah, like, make any sense? Kind of yeah. came through and was like, haha, I'm not crazy after all. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like, like my plan worked, you she know? like, a little ha-ha. twist. Yeah, I think that would have been a really nice little mm-hmm. uh, I feel like this, this episode is missing, like, an act. Yeah. It just yeah. seems, like, so short. It's like, this happens, and then this happens. It's, That's the end. And it's constantly just like, oh, this guy's just creeping on this girl all the time. It felt in a hurry to tell itself. Yeah. You got to in 30 minutes, or 23, or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. All right. So, we, so we wait. That's this wait, episode. A seven, uh, a seven, and a six. Yeah. So the uh, six point eight, six point seven five. Yeah. That's going to be our score this week. So, that's this episode of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. We want to say thanks to uh, everyone listening. Thanks to Miss Carrie for. Wait, wait. Let me check the our emails here. All right, and there's no emails this week, but that's okay. Uh, we. Well, we didn't have any good ones. No. Sorry. Keep emailing us, but please do better next us. time. Uh, if oh, you guys want to send us an email, you can always write to us. Our email is shortandspooky at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us. It's uh, at shortandspooky on Twitter. Yeah. Is is uh, the big sniff taking care of our Instagram? Definitely not. Definitely not, yeah. No, yeah. I think you said you were going to take over that. I will. No, I will. I will. I will. I, will. I, <laughs> I, I deleted my personal Instagram, and now I'm going to do, do that one. I have never had an Instagram. You have not. No. Do you want to um, 
uh, give a shout out to anyone? Do you want to plug anything? Is there anything you'd like to leave the listeners with? I just want you guys to take care of yourselves. Honestly, this is like a very stressful, hard time. And I just really want everyone to like check in with themselves. How are you feeling? How are you dealing with these things? And then just, you know, try and make the best choices that you can for yourself. Very well spoken. As always, as you are, Miss Key. We just gave each other hard signs. Um, but yeah, let's say um, a shout out to the shorties and the spookies. That's right. Um, oh, dads. We love dads. We love dads, and we now love moms. Mm-hmm. Hi, uh, Mama Trash. That's right. Oh, no, sorry. Mama Junk. Mama Junk. <laughs> mama Trash is your mama. Yeah. Oh, she. I, I actually do not, like I said, I do not let her, li- I don't tell her the name of the podcast. Yeah. I didn't tell anything to my mom, too. She just sought it out. That's because she loves you. Oh, yeah. God. I bet your mom. Cool. All she right. pretty. I bet John's mom's um, pretty. Also, we're going out on chicken pot pie. Shout out to Alameda. Yes. We're in Alameda. We are. That's pretty sweet. That is sweet. Yeah, shout yeah. out to this ugly view. It's so fucking gorgeous. We're literally looking at the sun starting to fade a little bit. The water is flowing. Uh, we're going to go feed some geese in a few minutes. Geese or? Geese. Yeah, they're geese. Not in, yeah, I was thinking a different thing. <laughs> but, um, All right. <laughs> uh, we love you guys. Uh, we'll see yeah. you next week. Take care. Mama, 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 mama,